You are listening to You Were Made for This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made for This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Hey, thank you, Carol. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 94. Today, with just six episodes left before we hit that magic 100 number, we are considering a real-life application of the Aura Principle of Deepening Relationships. The Aura Principle, as we have been discussing, is an acronym for Observing, Remembering, and Asking. Observe, Remember, Ask, O-R-A. We've been talking about this method of deepening our relationships in recent shows, beginning with episode 88, Thank You for Asking. I'll have a link to it in the show notes. Today we'll apply this principle to one of the most difficult relationships each of us has, the one relationship that offers the greatest rewards, while at the same time the greatest challenges. No other relationship is even close. What's that relationship, you ask? Well, keep listening, and I'll tell you. The relationship I'm referring to is our relationship with ourself. Well, how do we even have a relationship with ourself? I contend that it's about how we think of ourself, which I dare say is often inaccurate. The Apostle Paul, in his letter to the church at Rome, knew all about this. He says the following, I give each of you this warning. Don't think of yourself as better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves. And that's found in Romans 12, verses 2 and 3. Now, I know there are some out there who think less of themselves than they should. But my experience has shown that these kinds of folks are really in the minority. Instead, most of us are prone to do just the opposite, to think we are better than we really are, and to be less than honest in evaluating ourselves. Ever since the fall of man in the Garden of Eden, this is a natural state of humanity. He warns us because it's a terribly unfulfilling way to live when we think we're better than we really are, when we're not honest with ourselves. Well, what does this have to do with the aura principle of deepening our relationships? In this case, our relationship with ourself. I'll answer that question by telling a story. I had a recent encounter with helping an older lady fill her tires on her van at a convenience store nearby. And here's what I observed. Here's what I observed in her. First of all, she was an older lady with this cane. She had a three-pronged cane. And she pulled up to uh, this air pump that provided free air, one of the few things around here that are free. Most of these contraptions, you have to pay a quarter, and then you you never really get enough air into filling your tires with just a couple of quarters. But this one was free. And so anyway, she had pulled up to this outside this convenience store and gas station, And she pulled up just before I got there. And I go, oh, no, I'm going to have to wait. Well, she gets out of the car, 
and she was uh, clearly disabled. Her license plate was marked disabled, and she had one of these canes that had three prongs at the end, and she was moving pretty slow. And I noticed she was having difficulty getting the the air nozzle on the tire valve. And I thought, oh, this is going to take forever. So I got out of the car and approached her and I said, hey, would you like me to help you? And and, uh, she said, sure. And so I started maneuvering to get air in her tires. And this big old van that she was in, uh, for some reason, uh, the people inside the van had the windows rolled down halfway. And I think it was about six degrees outside. It was sunny and not windy, but it was really cold. It was about six degrees. And I thought, why do they have these windows open? I really don't know. Well, as I was maneuvering around each of her four tires, uh, she mentioned to me, uh, my, my husband normally handles this, but he's a double amputee. And finally, when I finished, she thanked me, but but not overly so. <laughs> So that's what I observed in her. Well, here's what I observed in me. I was in a hurry. I I had other things to do. And I was frustrated when she pulled up to the air pump pump, uh, just seconds before I did because I thought, had I left just a little bit earlier, I would have beaten her there by about 10 seconds. And I wouldn't have to deal with this. I uh, I was impatient. I was observing that, certainly. As I watched her trying to fill her tires, and I just really wanted her to move a lot faster, but she was going as fast as she could as an older lady with a three-pronged cane with a double amputee husband sitting in the car with the windows half rolled down, blaring away a radio. Well, irritation just was rising within me. That's another thing I observed. It was rising within me like a clogged drain that was backing up into a sink. Another thing I noticed or observed about myself that uh, as I was helping her, as I was trying to get uh, her tires filled, my hands were freezing. And I was kneeling on snowy slush to bend over onto the ground level so that I could see. Another thing I observed was a car that pulled up behind this lady's van. And I was concerned that after this job had been completed, after I had helped her get air in all her tires from this air air pump, that the guy that pulled up behind her wouldn't notice that my car was there first and that he would jump ahead of me in line and I'd have to wait even longer. So that was, that was weighing on my mind. Well, on the surface, my, my behavior, I thought, was commendable. In fact, I could imagine an article on the front page of our local newspaper with the headline, Good Samaritan Helps Disabled Senior Citizen with Double Amputee Husband Fills Air in Her Tires Without Regard to His Own Safety in Frigid Cold and Near Frostbite Conditions. This would be an above-the-fold article on page one on top of a below-the-fold story of how sales are going for Girl Scout cookies this season. That's what, that's what I imagined in my heart. But on the inside, I observed that my attitude was uh, self-centered, cranky, and not even deserving of a thank you, much less a thank you card that we had talked about earlier. So that's what I observed in this interaction. 
Well, the next thing was remembering. What did, what did I remember? What did this incident uh, call to mind? Reminded me of the time when my wife Janet, this was decades ago, when our daughter was in college in uh, Winona Lake, Indiana. For some reason, our daughter was home with a couple of her girlfriends, and Janet was taking them all back to school, uh, all the way back to Winona Lake. On Highway 30 uh, in northern Indiana, she had a flat tire. Found out later that she had probably a squirrel, and the bone from the squirrel punctured the tire. They had to pull over, and the car was just packed with people and suitcases and stuff. Well, a man stopped by and saw that uh, the tire was flat, and he changed the tire for Janet. And I thought, what a wonderful blessing. And it made me think, I wonder if he was an angel to do that. And being with this disabled older lady reminded me of that story. It also made me remember the time that I changed the lady's tire at the Super America gas station near our house and how grateful this woman was for, for my help. She told me her husband couldn't come because he was at work, and there I was on the way to work. And I was a lot younger then, and it didn't take me nearly as long to change the tire as it would now. And I remember how good I felt in helping her and helping this lady. And then I remembered how impatient I am with other people when they get in the way of what I want to accomplish, like this older lady. I get impatient with customer service people, with insurance billing, with tech support questions regarding my computer software. And I remember that my impatience in those situations, and in this situation with the lady with the deflated tires, I remember that my impatience is really a manifestation of pride, that my needs were more important than this lady needing air in her tires. So, that's what I observed about this lady and myself and our circumstances. This is what I remembered. The next step in the aura principle is to ask, is to ask questions. In this case, to ask questions of myself. And I needed to ask, which I did, why am I like this? Why am I so impatient with people at times? And I, I know that the answer is found in my baggage from my past. It's my version of the Apostle Paul's thorn in the flesh that he talks about in the Bible. And so in asking that question of myself, it caused me to ask another question. This time, a question to God. Not a question, but a request, actually. Just to ask God to change me. Because I need to repent. I don't like being the way I am. I need to be more patient. I want to be more patient. And to be more patient, I need to be more humble. James 4.10 says, Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up in honor. I need that. I need to humble myself. I needed to ask for help just to let my irritation with this disabled lady go that the things that I needed to get done will eventually get done, but not as fast as I would like. And so it caused me to ask even another question, and that is, I wonder, I wonder if this older lady was really an angel from God that he was using to improve my character, to humble me. I don't know. But it made me think back to that time that 
that really kind man changed the tire for Janet and our daughter and her girlfriends decades and decades ago. Was that person an angel? Was this person an angel, this old lady with a three-pronged cane and the double amputee husband sitting in the car with a radio blaring? Well, what, what did I learn from the situation? And maybe this would help you too. I learned that I, I give too much meaning to the insignificant moments of life. They, they bother me too much. I am too easily frustrated when my plans are thwarted by the meaningless and mundane moments of living in an imperfect world. And I need, I need to adapt better. And I know that God is there to help me do that. And so, while I'm disappointed in myself, I'm really hopeful and optimistic that with God's help, I can do better. So, what, what, do, what does all of this mean for you? What action can you take in response to today's program to help in your relationships? Well, I have a few ideas. When you are frustrated with yourself, practice the aura principle of deepening your relationship with yourself. It will expose the good, the bad, and the ugly within you, as it did for me. Observe what's going on within you and the people and circumstances around you. What's really true about all this? And be honest with yourself. Secondly, remember. Remember what you've learned about yourself in the past, your predisposition, your natural inclination. And then finally, ask. Ask God for help. You're too close to your own situation. We, we all are. We're all too close to our own situations. We can't figure it out on our own. No one can. Now, if you, if you forget everything else, here's the main point I hope you remember from today's episode. We will have deeper relationships with others to the extent that we are self-aware and then act on that self-awareness in a godly manner so that we can be the person God created us to be. I'd love to hear any thoughts you have about today's episode. Just send them to me in an email to john at caringforothers.org and I may share them in a future episode unless you say otherwise. You can also share your thoughts in the leave a reply box at the bottom of the show notes. In closing, if you found this podcast helpful, please subscribe, and I'd appreciate it if you would leave a review wherever you get your podcast. It will help us to serve more people just like you. I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show to both reflect and to act so that you will find the joy that God intends for you through your relationships, even your relationship with yourself. Because after all, you were made for this. Well, that's all for today, and I look forward to seeing you next week as we get even closer to episode number 100. But for now, goodbye and have a great rest of your week.